This is the Mindset is Everything podcast, episode lucky number seven. I'm Rand St. John. Hey everyone, welcome to episode number seven. The name of the podcast, Mindset is Everything, name of episode number seven, Taking Action versus the fixed mindset. This is Ryan St. John speaking. In case you didn't recognize my voice, because I have a slight head cold at the moment, making me a bit nasally, but it's still me, and I'm still gonna talk about the same stuff. Today, it's finding solutions. So, anyway, here we're gonna start with a little story. My son, the other day, got out of the shower, and he stood there, shivering looking really cold, as many of us do when we get out of the shower straight away, but he didn't put a towel around him or do anything else except stand there and shiver. I said, hey, why are you just standing there shivering? And he responded, because I'm cold. So obviously, uh, that's children's mentality for you now. Um, Let's keep in mind that he is seven years old, so he's going to come out with comments like that. Now, So I, I said to him, well, why don't you go and get dressed? And then he said, it's because... It's going to be colder if I walk out of out of the bathroom because it's like a sauna in here, isn't it, with all the all the smoke and the hot water and everything. And I said, well, no, the thing is you're cold because the water is evaporating from your skin. And in order, in order to do that, it needs heat, and it's drawing the heat from the moisture on your skin and from your skin itself. So that's why you're getting colder. So if you dry yourself, put some clothes on, you'll feel much warmer. This impromptu science lesson did not impress him at all. It's not, he's not really big into science. So he just stood there shivering a bit longer. But he knew that he should go and get dressed and uh, dry himself first, but he didn't do that until I insisted after a few more seconds of watching him uh, stand there freezing cold. So you're probably thinking, well, what's this uh, ridiculous story about Rand's son got to do with the mindset? Well, it's got everything to do with mindset a lot it's got a lot to do with mindset and mindset being everything it's a lot to do with everything isn't it because this what i've just described to you is the mindset of many many people many adults seven-year-old you can forgive an adult you think oh really are you doing the right thing for yourself and it might even be so common that it's a prevailing cultural mindset and i believe it is and it's this to put it very bluntly got a problem, I'll do next to nothing about it. I'll wait it out or hope it goes away or I'll deal merely with the symptoms of the problem instead of the problem itself. So as another example, so you you get my, my drift. I often hear this. Now this is not how the exact conversation goes because I hear it quite frequently. People talk to me about this quite a lot. It's quite a problem amongst people and you didn't, you wouldn't think it would be. It's insomnia. So here's here's roughly how these conversations go when I first speak to people about insomnia. And I'm pretty good at curing insomnia, uh, I'll have you know. I don't have it. I have no problem sleeping. So what people say to me is, Rand, I have terrible trouble sleeping. And I say, well, that sucks. What strategies do you use to help you sleep? And they're like, what do you mean? Okay, so I mean, what do you do in order to help you sleep? And generally, this is the response I get. Well, I just lay there in bed with my eyes closed. Amazing. <laughs> That's not a very good strategy. I'll tell you why. And you know where I heard this recently. Have you ever seen this TV show? 
It's on Netflix called F is for Family. Um, it's, a, it's a ridiculous cartoon. It's one of these new sweary cartoons. So, but it's in the first episode I watched. The father is shouting about something or other in the middle of the night. He's quite a shouty fellow. And his son, <laughs> his eldest son shouts out, hey, I'm trying to sleep in here. And his dad, <laughs> his dad replies, so close your eyes and shut the fuck up. And that's generally people's strategy for sleeping, closing their eyes and shutting the fuck up. So that's generally not going to work, is it, if you're an insomniac? For me, it works. For an insomniac, maybe not. So this illustrates what I'm talking about. You're having a problem. You're failing at something. So what makes you think that following the same strategy, in this case, a very minor strategy, is going to work the next time? Of course, it's not going to. If you have a problem, there must be a better solution than to repeat the same actions that led you to experience the problem in the first place. Obvious, huh? Imagine if you go to the average workplace, the average office, and there the people in the office encounter a problem with something to do with their business. It could be, could be with customers or with their stock levels, the amount of sales they're making or whatever it is. Someone, more than likely a managerial type of person because that's their job to do things like I'm going to describe now, will say something like, right, okay, we've got this problem. Let's get together, thrash it out, We'll brainstorm a solution, and then we'll work out how we're going to fix it. And then everyone will do that. They'll get together, they'll brainstorm the issues, they'll come up with a solution, and then they'll all work day after day to fix that problem. Great. Now, that same managerial type person will have a problem outside of work, and they won't, they won't follow the same actions. They'll just dawdle along like everyone else, experiencing the same problem over and over again, now, for some reason, and I see this all the time as well, people think that life is much less within their control than their work. And of course, that's absolutely not true. Now, I, I used to have terrible sleeping problems, and I have mentioned that I don't have a sleeping problem anymore. In fact, I sleep like a baby, like an angel. I have no problem at all. I can sleep virtually anywhere, anywhere at all. But of course, like anyone else on the odd occasion, I, I have a bit of an issue sleeping. I don't know, maybe if I've got something important the next day and I think, oh, I don't want to sleep in for that, I don't want to sleep in. So my mind's racing, it doesn't let me sleep properly. Or someone wakes me up in the middle of the night for some reason. You know, my, my children often do that. Now, sometimes when I try and go back to sleep, or I try and go to sleep, I'll think, oh, I'm not going to be able to sleep. This is going to prey on my mind. But then I immediately stop myself. And if you've read my book or done any of my courses, you'll know this is one of the things I recommend. And I silence my negative voice in my head, those automatic negative thoughts, those ants. And when it says to me, oh, you're going to have trouble sleeping, or am I going to be able to sleep? I say, don't be ridiculous. Of course you're going to be able to sleep. In fact, you're going to be asleep very soon. And 99 times out of 99... I'm asleep very soon. It's very, very, very rare, probably almost unheard of, that I can't sleep straight away because I've trained myself to sleep because I need to. But I haven't always been this way. I used to have terrible, abominable sleeping patterns until I saw there was a problem with that. The problem was that I needed to get fitter. I needed to lose weight quicker. And there was no time during what was my day back then to, to work out, to go to the gym or to do any any running or whatever. So I had to make that time. And I made, by 
by changing my sleeping patterns to more productive hours every single day. Now, of course, one cannot make two more hours out of nothing, but you can make your hours more productive, and that's what I did. But in order to do that, I needed to, to create and maintain a stable sleeping pattern. So I developed one, sat down, thought about what it was I wanted, and figured it out. Because that's what you need to do with your problems. So a friend of mine, who has immense trouble sleeping, and you know, has trouble going to sleep, and if woken up in the middle of the night, that's it. That is the end of that. It's a two-hour, you know, two-hour period of suffering where they just lay there, stressing out about not being able to go to sleep, stressed about what they're not going to achieve the next day because they're not sleeping now, stressed that they're going to be tired, they'll probably get a headache, it'll be a miserable day the next day. So the more they feel that stress, the less likely they are to go to sleep. Eventually they'll just lie there until they get exhausted and then just pass out at like 6 a.m. and have to, have to get up at 7. So of course that's no good. Oddly enough though, this friend of mine point blank refuses to do anything to, to fix that. I'm constantly saying to her, well, what are you going to do? What are you going to put in place to help you sleep? I'm just going to lie there and go to sleep. They, they don't do what I did when I sat there, figured out what to do, put in, in into action. I put a plan into place. She would rather go around complaining about being tired and then make f frequent complaints about it. So you can see where I got my analogy of my son standing there being cold and not doing anything about it. People have insomnia and they don't seem to do anything about it. Now I'm sure there's going to be people listening to this who go, well, I, I have insomnia and I've done loads of things about it. If you've done loads of things about it, you would no longer be an insomniac because being able to sleep is not a super skill. It's not a magic power. If I can do it, you can do it. That's the growth mindset. Not doing anything about your current situation, about your current problems is a massive issue that we face as a society. It's an example of the fixed mindset. It's totally common. Fat people stay fat. Poor people stay poor. Unhappy people, guess what they stay? Yeah, that's right, unhappy. A fixed mindset says about these things, well, I'm just a hungry person. I've just got a big appetite. I'm big bone. My parents were big. Nothing to do with how much I eat. I just, can't, I just pick up weight. It's just something strange about my metabolism. Or... Poor people staying poor, there's loads of excuses for that, that the government's keeping me down. Well, only the rich people can get education. I can't get on at work because my face doesn't fit. Unhappy people stay unhappy because of numerous reasons, but you often hear people say, I'm just not, they can't find someone to fall in love with, and the people they want to fall in love with them, they'll make the excuses that that person won't fall in love with someone like them. Or... If it's good enough for my parents, it's good enough for me as an excuse to have no social mobility. So people will stay stuck in their ruts and they're not doing anything about it. Now a growth mindset, which I'm encouraging you to have, my friend, a growth mindset says, take action, damn it. It says, get clarity on your problem. It says, commit utterly to fixing that problem. And it says, work on the solution day in and bloody day out until it's fixed. So you want an example? If I find it difficult to sleep, I figure out how much sleep is optimal for me. At first, I'll probably be guessing, and these, this is the sort of things I did when I had this problem. 
At first, I might be guessing how much sleep I need. Well, I need eight hours sleep or whatever it is. But how I figure that out, because I don't need six, eight hours sleep. I get six now at the most, and I'm good with that. But how you figure it out, very simply, is you rise at the same time every day. You set your alarm or your reminder, whatever it is, and you get up. You don't snooze it, no, nothing like that. You just get up. If it's 7 a.m., you get up at 7 a.m. And when you start feeling tired at night, that's your clue to go to bed. So if you're starting getting oh, really tired at 10 o'clock, you know if you had 7 plus 2, you need 9 hours of sleep. Advanced mathematics there for you. You can figure out what, how much sleep you need by when you get super tired at night. So it might take a couple of weeks to get hold of that. Then what you'll also do in that, in that period of time is you'll research sleep. You'll have a look at why you're not sleeping. Is it because your thoughts are racing? Is it because you're watching too much violent TV late at night? Is it because you're spending too much time on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and all these sorts of social media things late at night and you've got too much stuff going on? You research how to, do, how to get a good night's sleep, see what the experts are saying, and then you'll write down a plan of action. You'll sit down by yourself and you'll create a plan of action to look at how you're going to get that optimal amount of sleep. You'll look at that plan every single day and you will action that plan every single day. And then you will be grateful for the increased energy and focus that you have. Does that make it super clear? Any problem can be approached in a very, very similar fashion. Strategic, systematic fashion. Just because it's not a problem about how to make more sales doesn't mean you can't approach it like a businessman would approach a problem. And like I said, the weird thing about it is that people who will do that at work won't do that in their home life. They won't say, I can't, you know, I'm single, I can't find a woman. They won't sit down and think, what's the problem? How do I fix it? Here's a plan, I'm going to go and fix it. Seems ridiculously obvious, people are not doing it. it. Isn't rocket surgery. If you have a problem, you can fix it. But you know what? There is absolutely another option. And that option is to remain exactly the same. To stagnate. And in fact, because you're not moving forwards, you're going to be moving backwards. And I always say this to people, if you're not progressing, you're going backwards. Because you can't stand still because the universe is moving forward. Life is moving forward around you. It's not waiting for you to pull your finger out of your ass. It's, it's moving forward and it's leaving you behind. You are going backwards. It's moving forwards with or without you. So I suggest you start doing something about it. Pull yourself together. Like the name, <laughs> the title of my, my most recent book. It's been out about a year now. I exhort you, my friends. And I've never used that word before in real life. I exhort you to look at all the things that you do that get in your way of taking action against the goals that you should have. And if you haven't, get some. And if you haven't got any, you don't know how to get any, drop me a message, I'll help you with that. But get rid of all those things that are getting in the way, the time wasting, the TV watching, the social media, the video games, the drinking, the bad relationships, whatever it is that you believe is stopping you taking the action to fix the problems that you have, dump it, man. And don't even give it a second thought. Now start with a small problem if you, if, if you must. You know, you don't know how to change a car tire or you want to start journaling, anything, but put together a plan for it. Now, it's almost Christmas, which is the perfect time to procrastinate, but don't. 
for God's sake, don't. Take action now. And if you don't know quite how to start, drop me a message on social media and I'll get back to you very quickly. Until next time, goodbye. Thanks very much for listening. If you've enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe, throw me a like, and any positive commentary would be most welcome. Also, it would be great if you could connect with me on Facebook, Twitter, and or Instagram.